Everyman Swapcast. Everyman Swapcast. That's right. That's right. That's what it is. We got something special this week, Daryl Campbell. Special. Sometimes in in history, there have been moments where great, great alignments occur. Mm-hmm. You know? I like it. The, the, the famous amalgam series of DC and Marvel mashup comics in the 90s. I'm picking up what you're putting down, Brother Jay. You know, Batman versus Superman. I'm smelling what you're cooking. Transformers versus G.I. Joe's. It's happening. It's these, happening. These are all these are all great moments in crossover history, and today we are preventing, uh, we are presenting yeah. uh, another great moment in crossover history for our first ever swapcast. Swapcast. So tonight, so tonight we did a uh, we did an awesome podcast, and then we did an awesome YouTube interview with our good Word. friend uh, Brandon from Audio Addiction. Awesome, yeah. love Brandon. Brandon's, he's man. He's, he's a great guy and uh, awesome. He's super talented, super hardworking. Um, he reached out to me years ago um, to, to interview Extractus, and we did an interview with him, and I just really, really hit it off. So we've stayed in touch ever since, and I've been keeping an eye on his YouTube channel growth, and he's taken it from, uh, you know, just like all of us on this journey of, uh, of digital content creation, we start with nothing. And uh, he's built it into something that's really impressive, and uh, he's had some some really awesome bands on his uh, on his YouTube channel and interviews, and some really cool live music videos and album reviews, and he's just really all over that YouTube uh, music culture. He's an awesome yeah, awesome talent. So I hit him up a few weeks ago about uh, putting a little swap cast together. So on the same day, you'll be able to hear Brandon on the Everyman podcast, and uh, you'll hear Daryl and myself on the audio addiction. It's going to be really cool. And, uh, Sweet, dude. and in both Sweet. instances, you get a kind of a different side of what we normally do. Mm-hmm. I love it. I, I love it. I, for one, it was cool being interviewed. You know, that's a, that's a change of pace. Well, I mean, I, the thing about Brandon and, and it's, it's, it's right in line with what it is that we do here on the Everyman podcast. We, he, he talks about, you know, positivity. We talk about positivity. Um, we talk about the, the relationship that we not only have with, with in, I want to say the communal circle of the people that we're around, the artists that we interview, but just, you know, people in general. And, you know, he vibes with our spirit. We vibe with his. And, um, you know, I think that what he's doing um, with respect to music and 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 the the culture therein, and and highlighting just those positive aspects is nothing short of awesome. Um, and that's what we try to do. We, we we try to, like you say all the time, brother Jay, connect the dots. You know, connect those positive dots, and you know, keeping people together and and putting that out in the atmosphere. So you know, there's uh there's some more shade, the light out there that weren't there before. So absolutely, um, yeah, I think yeah, Brandon is awesome. Love him. I told him even in the in the interview, hey, we're in this cosmic canoe for life, buddy. And I, I think that's just that's just what it is, man. Yeah, I, th- I, th- I think that's you know I couldn't have said it any better myself. And you know when you 
you know, the old expression, game recognizes game or whatever, however you want to call it. But, you know, when, when you're doing something with, with the intention of being positive and uplifting and enriching in people's lives and you're not doing it for money, you're not doing it for, you know, clout, as the kids say these days. You're just doing it because, you, A, you want to do it and B, you believe in it. Um, and, and that's what we're both doing here. And, you mm-hmm. know, for fans, for fans of, uh, you know, metal and hardcore and metalcore and, and, you know, some indie rock, you're going to love hearing some of the bands that, that, uh, Brandon's interviewed over here, over on his uh, YouTube page at Audio Addiction. So strap in, enjoy it. It's, uh, it was a lot of fun for us. We we're laughing the whole time. Uh, like I said, you know, Brandon's an awesome guy and, and I, I highly recommend you, you head over to his YouTube channel, give him a subscribe and, uh, you know, check out some of his content because he's, he's a great positive guy and, you know, I think uh, I think if you like the Everyman podcast, I think you'll like audio addiction. For sure. Well, I think we should kick it to our boy B. Joining us today on the Everyman podcast is a good friend of mine. He is a musician. He is an entrepreneur. He is my favorite YouTuber here to kick off the very first Everyman Swapcast, ladies and gentlemen, my good brother Brandon from the Audio Addiction. Ah, we love you, my brother. What's going oh on, God. Brandon? Justin, thank you so much uh, for having me on. I've been watching your guys' podcast since day one, and uh, it is an incredible honor. So, thank you for just having me on and talking the shit hey man we love you b we love you bro we're we're happy to have you it's likewise it's an honor and uh as i said to you in my facebook message this is the crossover event of the century um and uh we're here to break it down today and get into what you're all about and a little bit about what the everyman is all about so right off the bat my friend um tell us about yourself where you're from and what are you doing what's up well I just moved, so now I live in Burlington, New Jersey. Shout uh, out. I've always lived in New Jersey for my entire life. Mm-hmm. Um, fun fact, as most people know or may or may not see, uh, I am of Asian descent, but uh, I was actually adopted at a very young age, mm-hmm. uh, 10 months, and uh, I actually just celebrated my adoption day on Monday, so that was really cool. That's awesome. Congratulations, awesome. man. Happy Congrats, Monday. Bro. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, and uh, the reason I got started into doing this YouTube thing was uh, I was in my senior year of college, and I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. I had, was getting my marketing degree, and I was like, you know what? I love music. Like That's something I'm really passionate about, something I'm really driven about. I'm sure you can speak on that too, Justin, but... Like it was something that I was really stoked about, and I was like, "How am I going to like integrate this into like business and stuff like that?" And so uh, I started a YouTube channel because I was just like, "You know, YouTube's cool. Let me uh, see what I can do with that, and like, you know, figure out what's gonna happen." I really had no idea what I wanted to do. I knew I just wanted to be in the music industry, so I started Audio Addiction about three plus years ago maybe like three and a half years ago now and uh it's been nothing but amazing i've interviewed your band extractus and whatever other projects you may have in the looms but uh (laughs) it's it's been fantastic and uh, i would not trade it for anything it's been it's been awesome so tell me a little bit about what it took to start your youtube channel 
Okay, so what it took to start my YouTube channel? First of all, great question. Always, always gotta gotta rep the good questions. Hey man, it's the everyman way. Um, that's interesting because I've never I've never had to answer this before in kind of this sort of format. Um, but I feel like what got me really excited about it was I feel like uh, I wanted to be a musician, just never really found my stride to do it, and so. I feel like with the basis of going to school for business and stuff like that, I felt like it was well in my lane to maybe do something in more of the background as like a, a manager or, um, you know, like a talent scout, something like that. And so um, and the reason why I chose YouTube as a medium is like everybody watches videos on YouTube now. So it's like for me, it was a no-brainer I really felt like at home with YouTube and um, growing up I felt like I wasn't very like talkative and the only things I was really talkative about was music and that was something I genuinely enjoyed and I didn't have a problem speaking to anybody else about music and so um, when it came time to start the channel I was like I got to, I was like, I have to start a YouTube channel and do music. Like, I feel like that's the only thing that's right to do other than maybe like represent Nintendo. Got to, yeah. like, uh, that was the only other thing I was thinking about was like, maybe I could do like video games or something like that. But, um, I was like, music has always been there for me, uh, growing up. Like my parents are big, like classic rock fans. So that was like, kind of like the baseline of things. And I just felt like it was the right thing to do was just like have a YouTube channel, talk to people and I would definitely say like if you talk to me you know four years ago you, we wouldn't even be having this sort of conversation because I would just be so like I guess I wouldn't even say sheltered but just like so reserved and now I feel like because of the channel that I am so more like outgoing I definitely like when I see people at shows and they're having a good time like I'll go and say what's up you know and obviously that's how we became friends as well but like I would have never never in my wildest years would have imagined I'd be you know doing a YouTube channel and literally talking about it on a podcast now that would be so strange for me so it's really cool and uh, again it's been nothing but a blessing for like the past three plus years sweet yeah, that's super sweet. You know, I was I was watching back uh, the interview that uh, you and I did, Brandon, with with, uh, with <laughs> yes. our bass player Mike at the time, and um, you know, then I watched some uh, some of your more recent stuff, and I could really see, you know, one that uh, you know how much your production quality has gotten better over time, and I can see see where you're where you're investing, you know, money and yeah. gear in different ways. Um, and just like, just like a classic musician, always, always investing in their gear and, <laughs> and, uh, you know, but, uh, the, like you said, man, your, your confidence and in your interviews and, and the people you're talking to and, and just talking to you now, man, it's, it's great seeing that, uh, your development there. Um, and, and I know from experience here, Daryl can, can probably say the same. It's had a very similar effect for, for both of us since we've gotten started on this, uh, this cosmic journey that we're all sharing here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> And it's cool, too, because, like, you guys, like, uh, again, like, I love checking out what other people do and stuff. And when uh, when you had initially approached me about doing this, I was just like, like, I would have never expected that because, like, you've interviewed, like, people from Dream Theater, Between the Barrier to Me. And those are all bands that I look up to as, like, not only a fan of music, but as, like, a person who curates a lot of music. I was just like, 
to be in the same like company as that is like beyond what I could ever imagine. So thank you, Justin, Daryl, uh, is it's crazy. I would have, if, if you told me this like four five years ago, I would not believe you. It's so crazy. Hey man. Well, you know, we, we respect what you do and we're fans of what you do and, and it's, it's, it's our honor to have you, man. So, you know, as sure. far, as far as we're concerned, we're, we're all in this together, man. So tell me about a little bit of your, your influences as a, as a musician, like what did you grow up listening to and, and what are you listening to now? What's, what's your deal? Okay, so more back back then, uh, my parents uh, obviously big classic rock fans. So I grew up listening to like Kiss, Sticks, Boston, um, the Beatles, uh, Led Zeppelin, like all the classic rock bands you think of. Like you know they had anything going on. Obviously, my my uncle was a big like oldies fan. So like you know anything like Motown stuff like that. I listened to growing up. Um, as a young teen, uh, I started listening to a lot of like, uh, my parents are religious. Uh, so I listened to like, uh, one of the fonder memories that I can remember is August Burns Red is one of those bands that I grew up listening to. I still love their stuff. Um, Lancaster. from Lancaster. Uh, and so every time I think I, uh, you know, I definitely be being blessed living close to Philly, like seeing them so many times in their element, I think really brought out that, that endearing spirit of like listening to metal and really getting into it. And then, you know, like kind of to traverse that as well, like Devil Wears Prada, uh, Under Oath, stuff like that. Those were bands that, again, I was quote unquote allowed to listen to at a young age. So uh, those are the things. And then um, uh, when I was learning guitar, um, my my teacher at the time, he was somebody, shouts to my man, Pat. Um, he's the one who taught me how to play guitar and like rock star, like long blonde hair, all that stuff. Uh, and he listened to like Iron Maiden, uh, you know, like all those really like shredder bands. And so, um, so that's what, and I got into that sort of stuff. And that's obviously how I got into metal, like Guns N' Roses, things of that nature. Um, and then more recently, I would say, you know, I listen to anything from like metalcore. I love indie music. I'm really into jazz too. So like bands like Snarky Puppy, I love, um, hope to see them in a couple months. Um, obviously like we mentioned earlier between the Barry to me, dream theater, those are bands that I grew up listening to as well and listen to now. Um, but as of currently, uh, I am listening to the new North lane record. That's very uh, cool. I, it's actually, you know, sorry to cut in there. I, um, no, no problem. I, I've never really listened to North lane. I like just passively. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, one of the guys in the band, they were talking about it. So I, I actually turned it on and I, I really dig it. It's like, it's got this industrial, it's like the summer of industrial music. It's, uh, I feel like, I feel like for me, it was like, um, if nine inch nails was just that heavier, you know, like if they had like screams and stuff, yeah, I feel like sick. that's what it reminds me of. But I would say that, um, I'm really into this band that disbanded a while ago. Uh, they're called Lower Than Atlantis. They used to be, they're like a rock band from uh, Britain, Great Britain. And so, Great Britain. I, Great Britain. And Great Britain. I, please don't take that out of context. <laughs> I do horrible impressions. So do we. But, uh, but yeah, no, I like love them. Um, 
and then one of my favorite bands which i had the opportunity of interviewing is i the mighty um i love that band to death uh and i had the opportunity to interview them this year and so that is one at check to check off my bucket list of cool bands to interview so um that was just a surreal moment i still every time i talk about it it just gives me like those chills so um definitely them and then um just trying to switch it up i try to listen to like rap now and stuff like that i've been listening to um like joji um rich brian um trying to think who else have you heard of maxo cream yet maxo cream yeah i I like maxo cream he's good yeah yeah um uh who else uh black bear um Stuff that I feel like people wouldn't normally associate me listening to. Like, so I try to just, I try to think of those out the box sort of things. Unfortunately, I'm not a country fan, so do not send me country. I <laughs> can't, can't get down with that. That is uh, something no, I. No little Nas X? No? No. Maybe Nas X. I'll give, okay. No, I'll, no, it's not rude. Oh my I'll, gosh. I'll give, okay, I'll give it to Nas X. I'll give it, yeah, I'll he's, give it to He's him. killing it right now. Good for him. Now, Daryl, what, what actually, you know, I wanted to ask you this. He's talking about how he, you know, it's a very similar experience that I've had and every musician has had where, you know, you, you get to a drum teacher or a guitar teacher, whatever it is, and they're like, hey, well, I know you really like Lamb of God, but have you heard of <laughs> Meshuggah? And then you're like, oh, what the fuck is this? Yeah. <laughs> so in the locker room, bro, like, tell us a little bit about, like, the music culture in the locker room. Like, when you're in, in the league and when you're in college, are you guys, like, you sharing music or are there coaches sharing music like how how what's that music culture like dude you you'd like you'd be surprised how eclectic most locker rooms are man like it's not just hip-hop it's not just like techno it's not just (laughs) country it's not just rock it's not just metal it's like everything it's like music as far as sports is it's all about the vibe and so if you can get that vibe down, no matter what it is, like everybody's going to be in tune to it because you need that extra little bit to get you going before you start, you know, slapping people, man. So <laughs> that's that's just what it's all about. Like it, it, whether it's DMX or the freaking hamster dance, I mean, I've seen dudes just lose it to the <laughs> hamster dance, bro. And I'm like, for a split second, you're like, what is he listening to? And you look over to like your your locker mate, and you look, are they, they're, and it's and it's over. You just lose your stuff. So um, it it just doesn't matter whatever it is. It, it's just a vibe, man. It's it's just a vibe. You know. It's amazing the the power that music has when you know. I, I know there's stuff. There's certain things. If I'm having a rough day, or I had a tough day, you know, at work, on my way home, you know, I'll put on a little Toto. I'll be I'll be I'll be singing Rosanna all the way home, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it, it's like you know it, it brings you up, it brings you down. It can make you sad when you're happy. It can make you happy when you're sad. And uh, you know one of the things, uh, Brandon, that, that that we think is just so cool, and, and what we're trying to do here is we connect these these dots across you know space and time and sports yeah. and music and you know and and everybody that we talk to, um, you know whether it's yourself or somebody like Mike Mangini or Tajay Sharp on the Tennessee Titans, mm-hmm. you know we we all love music and it's like all a part of what pushes us and and you know Daryl over at NFL Films one of the things that makes NFL Films so special is you know the music and being uh, 
the 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 that's the difference maker to me mm-hmm. was part of the presentation was always the music and which is why it was such an honor for for extractus to be involved in that and even a small part and uh you know that that's that's something that i think um it's really important today that that people kind of share music across culture branding like you're saying oh, like yeah. like oh people may not peg you for a rap guy but like yeah you're you're keeping up with that and you know people say the same about me they're surprised when i you know trying to stay uh trying to stay diversified you know what i mean mm-hmm. i think it keeps everything fresh too you know like i like sometimes when i'm listening to music i'm like man this gets stale like if you listen to the same band or you listen to the mm-hmm. like same group of bands like you're like man like what can i do to just make it interesting you know like what can i listen to that like really broadens my horizons as as uh just as somebody who curates a lot of music you know i think it's 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 easy for me to just be like yeah i could i you know i love metalcore like that's like people are going to assume that or they think that i like yo yo ma or something like that you know just <laughs> yeah. cuz you know yo yo represent uh yeah, but man. uh but, uh, like, you know, it's it's crazy when I'm like, yeah, I'll listen to anything from, like, you know, like I said earlier, Joji to, like, you know, Meshuggah or, like, Chelsea Grin or, or whatever. So I think it's it's something that I've always strived to do. Like, obviously, early on, it's, you know, on a keep kind of a basis. But, like, but later I was just like, you know, I feel like this, this year in particular, like, I want to try to listen to different stuff. I want to try to review different stuff. I want to try to have different artists on that you wouldn't typically see. I mean, I've had a few rappers here and there throughout my time, but I definitely like to have more on because it's a nice perspective change from from myself, from what I typically interview, the people that I typically interview. And so I think, you know, you get different answers out of different people from different walks of life, obviously. So it's cool. And that's one of the many reasons why I love doing what I do is because I get to speak with like this, this would never have happened in my entire life, but it's, it's a great conversation. And so like, you know, it's, it's hard to, it's hard to imagine somebody else's shoes, but you can definitely, you know, understand where they're coming from. If you like, again, or we're having a great conversation where we're listening to each other and, uh, you know, going from there pretty much. Yo, I got to say something real quick. The one thing sure. I do love about like music period, it's like the perfect icebreaker, man. Especially oh, like if you, especially if you don't know you don't know about a certain, you know, genre or a certain group. Like I'm I'm in I'm in LA Fitness this morning getting my pump in the gym. I go in the <laughs> hot box for like 20 minutes and I'm I'm you know, before I start playing my, you know, my music on my yeah. little portable speaker. You say you uh, sauna so, hey, before you guys you sauna pre pump. No, 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 dude. This is this is like after after my like oh, two okay. hour, you know, my two, two and a half hour pump, I oh, go in the hot box for twenty minutes, you know what I mean? Bars. So then like, you know, <laughs> um I get in there and then it's guys, I, I, before I get it, because you got like older gentlemen, you got a younger guy. Oh, yeah. And, <laughs> there's you know, always an I'm old like, guy in the, yeah, in the so, sauna. I'm like, hey, there's, always, there's always one old guy. Yeah, dude. Always. So and he's I'm never wearing a towel. I'm saying <laughs> he's never wearing a towel, dude. Just just sagging and dragging, bro. Um, <laughs> just, so I'm just I'm sitting there and I'm like, all right, you guys, like, it, yeah, I'm gonna play this music on my my, my speaker. I don't want to offend anybody. Uh, how how do we yeah. feel about Motown? And nobody says anything. I'm like, no, okay, so no no Motown. What about metal? Nobody says anything. I said, you know what? I'm just gonna I'm just gonna do this, and then I start playing the Rolling Stones, Painted Black, and Classic. like this. And this young guy is in there. He has to be about, I don't know, 17, 18. He's like, who is that? And I'm like, hmm. It's Mick Jagger, son. I'm like, um, they're gods. 
<laughs> so, and he's like, oh, are, like, do they have more music? I'm like, I'm sure you could find yeah. them. Knowledge uh, is power, right? <laughs> let, let, let me let me school you. And so, like, we have a, a like for the next five ten minutes, he's we're walking outside. He follows me to my car. I'm telling him all about Rolling Stones and where they came from and how they originated. And then, like, he's like, I'm gonna go home and listen to all this stuff right now. And I think that's the cool thing about music, man. Because yeah. no matter what era you're in, no matter you know uh, what the times are, like mu- music itself, it's 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 all about community. It's timeless. And some something that I listen to all the time, some someone may ne- may have never heard, and then boom, relationship, man. You know what I mean? It's cool. It's really awesome. It's a great way to to open up you know, doors to people, because I know, Brandon, kind of like what you're talking about, about, you know, like um, somebody looks at you might think you listen to a certain thing, you know, growing up, I kind of didn't fit into one group of people. You know, I I was, I was an athlete and then I I started having my, my heart issues. And then I was, that identity was gone. And then I I leaned into my musician identity and and grew that. But then I was kind of caught in between this, like, I had friends that were athletes and I had friends that were band nerds and I had friends that were just nerd nerds. And, you know, like (laughs) I would go to, I would go to a metal show and, and, and I would feel like I was a part of something because I was like, I looking around and it's like, Oh man, all these dudes got long hair and camo shorts too. Like, this is sick. (laughs) Like these are my people. And like, but I didn't see, you know, uh, a a guy, a girl, an Asian or this or that. It's like, it was like, Oh no, that like, when I see somebody walking around with like a Lamb of God shirt, I'm like, oh, yeah, like I've got something in common with them. Same That's thing. My dude, yeah. Same thing. Like, you know, man, we talked about it before. I'm a huge pro wrestling fan. If I'm walking around and I see somebody in a wrestling shirt, I'm like, hey, man, nice shirt. That's awesome. Cause I want him to know, like, hey, look. I'm out here too, just like you, bro. And yeah, that's like with about music. Cause it's like, you can, you can share these experiences and like great example. I got to take Daryl to uh, dream theater and yes. he, he had never. So he went from like, never knowing about them existing <laughs> to being on stage with watching Mike Mangini drum behind his drums. And you know, the, the love connection it, that is uh, Daryl Campbell and Mike Mangini. It's, 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 it's amazing. It's, it's, it's strong. <laughs> yeah, Your brain must've exploded Daryl. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, and then well, here's the thing, watching three hours this? of dream theater. It's, it's oh, like, like these dudes are freaking superheroes, man. Like, you don't know, like, I look at it and I'm thinking, okay, well, you know, you got the 1% of the 1% of the NFL and you, you get baseball, and basketball and whatever. And then like you see Mangini climb in his cockpit surrounded by devising that like, it's like in a horror film and he just <laughs> rocks this thing, man, like fucking all over the place. And like, dude, just bleeding sweat and yep. it just, and, it, and it's all freaking precision and accuracy and you can see the practice you can hear the work you can feel it in your chest dude we're out in the in the crowd and i'm hearing it that's so dude it's like ah i can't you bro justin you knew how it was when i was there like i was losing it he was like i don't know if he was ready to fight or fuck or what it was like a combination of the two like he could have done i I would not have been surprised if daryl did anything at that moment because or if he did both or yeah exactly because he was just he was overwhelmed with like what am i seeing also this is super emotional and like we had just hung out with them all day and it it was like it was just this crazy experience and like oh yeah driving home was just like damn 
Like, like, <laughs> like, dude, wow. I lost yeah. like 10 pounds just watching <laughs> Dream Theater. That like, it's a workout, like literally. And like, I didn't know whether to do like air kung fu or sit down or freaking cry because it was so freaking awesome. And like, and, and the thing too is just being around just everyone. And, and we talk about like, you know, music being that, that, that mode that you need, that model to contain all of your like just like like spirit bro like everybody oh, yeah. was in tune with it and like i felt like i was rolling as the music was rolling with hundreds of people in this this tightly packed just powerful you know place and you know you see petrucci up there just just you know duh, right in the you know what I mean? It was just, <laughs> it was just, and, and like he's just guns are flexed and like oh yeah, it's fucking yoked out in that beard. That dude is yoked out. Yes. No, it was like oh dude, it was nuts. It was freaking nuts. And it's like man, you know, and and Daryl, you know, he's he's played in the NFL. He's played, uh, you know, and at the highest level in college at Notre yeah. Dame. And it's like all those all those emotional experiences. It's it. I'm not saying one's better than the other, and this is just me saying. But it's a different, noticeable situation when you see. Oh. It's not like every band, but there's certain certain performers out there that you see them, and it does something to you. And it's like, oh, I've never felt that before. And yeah. and you find people that like maybe they're not really into music like you are, because sometimes to people like to you know normal people quote unquote non-musicians or non-music enthusiasts (laughs) they'll think like man you're really overanalyzing this it's like well i can't really help it it's like the way my brain works like i'm really into this and um it's just it's it's a great thing to be able to share and and like i said it helps people find where they fit in yeah Yeah, bro i saw this like one article i thought was really cool and i don't know how accurate it is but i i feel like it would be but it was something about like if you're a musician and you get like goosebumps when you like hear a song it's like you're unlocking like a certain like portion of your brain that like other people aren't attuned to and so uh it's crazy to think like that and I, I I feel like it's true because like sometimes I'll listen to a song and I'll just be like whoa this is like wow this is awesome and like it, I think I get the same feeling when I go to a show and stuff and see like a band just like ripping it on the stage yeah. like moving around like having a good time really um just like going insane and um yeah. I I had this one uh time i remember and i've i've said it in a few of my interviews that i've done but um one of my favorite memories of like going to shows and stuff i saw this one band i'm pretty sure justin might be familiar with them uh let live Uh, they disbanded a while ago um and jason uh butler now does another band uh that's more like kind of like a hip-hop like rock like maybe more like rage against the machine kind of vibes but um he they opened for under oath which again one of my favorite bands uh growing up and so um i saw them on their farewell tour and let live open the tour and all i can remember is going to this sold out show and union transfer shout out to union transfer i love that place um all i remember is him and i think like the stage crew or something like that picked up like the bass cab threw it out into the crowd and then Jason was like, yo, I'm going to count this in. And when I count this in, I'm going to jump on that bass cab and you're going to surf me around in in the venue. And the song, he does like the hi-hat, one, two, three, and all I see him is run off the stage, 
hop on this base cab and all of these people like crowd over to this base cab and just start like surfing him. He's like singing like a madman. And <laughs> it is, again, that uh, I definitely say that is one of the coolest moments in my entire life. Also, like, I don't think any band could top that that moment for me. It was just so wild. And I know other people have seen that band and they've said, like, even crazier stuff. But I, just to be there and to witness that, um, and he was just wild all over the set, like, you know, like, just going ham and so i gotta give him a lot of respect and props and i always love telling that story because it's like one of those moments that i'm like i'll may or may not be able to ever experience that again but i will never forget that that moment in my entire life that's awesome man yeah dude well last question here before we kick this interview over to uh to the other audio addiction of the swapcast the audio addiction swap Uh, what is your dream interview? Who's who's the number one dream interview Ooh. guest that you would have? I want, we at the Everyman Podcast, we're big into bringing things into the universe via the Cosmic Canoe. So we oh, are yeah. handing you a paddle and we're on. inviting you into the canoe. So put it out there. What's your dream interview? I think if you told me last year, I would have definitely said I the Mighty. No, no holds bar. But like I said earlier, I was so, so, so fortunate to interview them. Um... But I would definitely say, kind of going back uh, to my first answer that I mentioned, August Burns Red. Like, I don't feel like they're too far off where, like, I couldn't do it. Um, but they have meant so much to me as as an individual growing up as a preteen, not really knowing uh, much about life and, like, uh, just kind of struggling with, like, identity as being obviously an adopted person. And so... Um, I found great solitude in, in music and, and so, um, they were again, one of those bands that, uh, I grew up listening to and just, you know, have always kept with me. And so I feel like, I feel like that would be just kind of the crowning moment for me as if, if I interviewed them, I think that would be awesome. Um, I, I really can't think of anybody else off the top of my head, maybe like Under Oath or like Devil Wears Prada, but definitely, I feel like any of those three, I would be just uber blessed if if that if that happened to come through the cosmic waves into the universe and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Well, it's coming for you, brother. So, uh, so where can uh, where can the Everyman audience find you? Where where can they get the audio? Addiction? All right. Well, uh, this is so strange because usually I ask this question to other people. So now I'm gonna have to remember <laughs> it. So now I'm trying to remember all of it. Uh, Twitter, you can find me at audio addiction underscore. Uh, Instagram is probably my more popular one up there with Facebook, but it's Audio Addiction Media. Uh, same with YouTube. Um, I post interviews every Mondays and Fridays around 5 p.m. Um, if you're in a band and you happen to be listening to this Everyman podcast, feel free to reach out to me. Uh, I would love to get your band on, even if you feel like we wouldn't jive. I mean, obviously, this is we're driving now, and I've you know obviously known Justin for a long time. I haven't known Daryl as long, but I think I think we're good friends now. And so we're, we're in the cosmic canoe, bro. We're in the canoe, we're in together. The cosmic canoe we're, together. We're in there for life. Yeah. Uh, so I would definitely say hit me up uh, on any social media. I would love to have your band on and hopefully spotlight your talent and and your craft. So um, and then Facebook, like I said, Audio Addiction Media, and what I got coming up. 
Uh, I am posting an interview tomorrow with Red Jumpsuit Apparatus, uh, a classic band from from that time frame, and uh, another fantastic band, Oh Sleeper, and they're from Texas. Uh, they've come back, and so I had the lucky opportunity to interview them as well. So, and again, just check out the YouTube channel. Always got some something a brewing all the time. <laughs> My man, Brandon, it's been a pleasure, and uh, yeah. we will catch you on the other side.